0: Mr. Johnson, welcome to the bag drop.
1: Thank you. This is a, a big moment in my, my career.
0: You, you might have been, I'm glad to hear that. I know you've been on quite a few pods, but um, I don't know if you've been more requested for a, a, a pod more than ours. A Chicago-based golf society, they want to hear from Andy Johnson, but they want to hear from you on our pod.
1: Well that's uh very flattering. I don't know why anybody would want to listen to me. and I think my wife would agree with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're we're here at the the Sunrise Stab- Stableford at Ravenslow Country Club. You and I got to play together today. That was a blast. Uh how how was your round?
1: It was uh it was it was a round, you know. I uh I hit a lot of good shots. I feel like it's one of those rounds where like I felt like I was I was playing decent, but I didn't play well, you know, and like if I played tomorrow, I'd play really well. Yeah. You know, like where it's one of those rounds where you're like, ah, yeah, I'm just like a little off.
0: I, I, the word to me was close. Yeah. A lot of your, your putts, shots, everything I kept wanting to say, it's close. You yeah. know, it's not, it's not there yet, but it's close. Yeah. That's and so we cool. had a hell of a match. The drama was unfolding. We had to go an extra hole in our
1: match. It was unbelievable. I mean, it was just a par fest. It was. <laughs> it was if you like just if a, you like
0: pars, you would have liked this match. Yeah,
1: it was. Uh, there's nothing more dramatic than two putt pars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what the fans came to see. Um, so uh, playing golf with you is an experience. I have to say, it's kind of like I was trying to think of an analogy of like what it would be. It's like uh, playing golf with Andy Johnson would be similar to going canoeing with Lewis and Clark. You know you're on this exploration like you're pointing out shit that I didn't even you know I would never have seen in a million years but it's you you have this eye I mean you 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 know golf and golf courses like where does that all come from
1: I you know I don't know I just uh, I grew up caddying so like I spent basically my entire childhood life like walking around a golf course and looking at stuff and uh, when I wasn't caddying I was playing golf and uh, obviously Played a ton of golf after college. Uh, And one of the things I got into, like, when I was in college was I started to read about architecture. So that was one thing. And I I think, like, one of the big shifts is when I started doing the fried egg and, you know, you got to see a ton of places and, like, you don't always have time to play. Um, Like, going and walking courses is, is you've set aside, like, you're not just following where your ball goes. Like, you're just and you're like, you know, when you hit the ball on the left rough, like you're just like, you're immediately from the tee walking there, like looking to see where your ball is. Like, it's a, uh, it's a very self-driven tour around a golf course. And when you start to walk a golf course without playing, like you just are like, you see so much more. So like, I still think it's really important to play golf at golf courses when you're like, when you want to understand what a golf course is like, but like walking and then playing is always a good one or playing then walking it because like you'll see so much more stuff that you had never noticed because it's really like an enjoyable thing to do yeah so
0: yeah and the that that was one you said a lot of profound things today you said a lot of non-profound things today too but uh i think that's the one that i was like whoa that's so true is when you can forget about yourself a little bit on the golf course you start to experience it a little bit differently start to see different things so it, it, it's like be a little bit more selfless you'll enjoy yeah tournament.
1: golf is like the most selfish sport in the world <laughs> right it can be <laughs> yeah for sure it's for like sure. i mean like it's all about yourself and then like you know how many when you I, I i've caught myself now it's like you get off the course and like you're talking to somebody it's like you know you're just talking about what happened to you like you know it's like it's it's funny because like that's like you get, get in the habit and it's like you know the person that, uh, just wants to talk about what happened to them it's just a funny thing about golf it's i mean there's any you meet golf like a lot of the great golfers are like i think the biggest narcissists and uh and like that's like a, it's just an interesting dynamic with it it's like you kind of have to be a little bit of crazy to to enjoy golf because it just beats you up all the time. And like, it's like, you know, one of my, one of my good buddies who I play used to play a lot of tournament golf with, he's in, in California now, like, you know, I forgot what happened, but he, I did well. And he's like, you know, enjoy this. Like, you know, don't get down on yourself. Enjoy it. Like, this is the one percent. Ninety nine percent of the time this game just kicks you in the nuts. And like this is the one percent it didn't. So like enjoy it. Like and that's like the crazy thing about the game is like, you know, if you play golf a lot, you're conditioned to just hate, hate yourself. Essentially,
0: <laughs> we, we had a philosophical discussion around that. And I love, you do this a lot on, on your podcast where, you know, you talk about the architecture of the game, you cover a ton of pro golf, but I like, I actually like when you get in the mental side of the game, like you try to kind of figure out where people are at going into to tournament weeks, but we talked a lot about self-talk today out there and, you know, the pros and the cons of, of the way we speak to ourselves in the golf course. How does Andy Johnson talk to himself? I'm the, uh, the
1: worst. I <laughs> just, just call myself an idiot all day long. I just get so down on myself. It's a, I, this is, I actually think, like, one of the things, like, I think that Bill Simmons and Zach Lowe had these, like, they always used to create these, like, all ir- irrational confidence teams, like, in the NBA, and it'd be, like, Nick Young, J.R. Smith, like, these guys, like, it doesn't matter if they've missed, like, 25 shots in a row, they're, like, gonna come down and look for their shot, they're, like, just ready to gun and I think like all the PGA Tour players, like they never hit bad shots in their mind. It's like, oh, I I got a bad bounce. I really got screwed over there. It's like you shot seventy six today, bud. <laughs> like that's you didn't play good. Yeah, like, that's not. That's not pretty. But in their mind, it's mostly like, oh, I have just played. But like I, I don't know. I've I've got, I've got demons. I've i I've, I've cooled down. I used to get. I used to run hot on the golf course and really get mad at myself. But the worst part about getting mad on the golf course, like I've found, is like when I get mad is like, I get mad at myself for getting mad after that for like, so like if I get mad on one hole, then I'm mad at myself for getting mad for the next three. And then like, you know, the cycle. Yeah. And then, then I've made like three bogeys and it's like, what what, what are you doing?
0: And you know, if I was a commentator for you today, I mean, that string of bogeys cost you the tournament. You had a third place finish today in the crows division. Plus 33 stable for points that that was in your grasp
1: I lost it when I chunked a seven iron off the of tee and into the into the water on the par three <laughs> let's let's be real let's be real okay all right that yeah but that you bounced back point. from there you bounced yeah. back from there I, it was a comedy of errors
0: <laughs> we focused on the match and all as well but uh, there's
1: a, the only thing I've practiced in the last like year is chipping and putting and I, I chipped it I chipped it well today you did a but everything nice else was pretty bars. pretty pretty mediocre yeah
0: Yeah. Mediocre golf, good television. Um, this place Ravislo. So, uh, I was first introduced to I'm a transplant. You know, I grew up in Akron, Ohio. Uh, I was playing no golf when I was kind of getting into the professional life and, and like many, it just drops out in your early mid twenties. Um, and when I found this place, it was like, uh, it was like finally finding a girlfriend, you know? It's like, okay, this is this feels right. Like, this place felt that. right, you know? I like and I was analogy. like, yes, I don't have to keep going out to the bar and, like, you know, me hooking up with these strangers. This is just, like, a nice person, cool to hang out with, and pretty attractive, you know? So No it, more one-night stands. No more one-night stands. On, on Saturday mornings. Exactly. This was my place. So uh, I felt like I was alone, though. You know, I, I had a group to play with, but we never got out there that often. When did, because you grew up, Born and raised Chicago, Illinois, or, or Lake Bluff. Yeah. Um. So you probably were aware of this place, or, or just tell me about how you got introduced to Ravislow, what your first impressions of it were, and then like how it's changed over time. Your impressions of it.
1: Yeah, I, I can't remember when it went public. It was like early two thousands or something. Um, maybe like. But I remember when it went public, and then we came. I I came down here, and I like really liked it. It was really cool. But I was, I think, at that time up north. So like in or I was at college um, and you couldn't play like, you know, I'm not going to drive an hour and 20 minutes to play Ravislo. But then when I moved to the city, like it was like whenever I wanted to go play, it's like the easiest of all the courses to get to from the city. Yeah. It's like
0: 40 minutes regardless of what time of day usually. Well,
1: one of the best parts about it is it's reverse um, rush hour. Right. So like if you're if you came down here like on a weekday morning, there's no traffic and then when you're coming back in the afternoon there's no traffic so it's like the best of so the the, that's one of the it's the most convenient place to get to it's just a straight shot down the highway you know and and then it's like you know it's walkable it's like it's it was a country club so like it's just like a, a really good course it's a Donald ross design it's fun like i remember i i played um played with my best man uh the morning of my wedding he's not a big golfer he's like a beginner he's like really into golf though now and it, we played shore acres and he was like i mean just he did, he'd he just never did. seen anything he'd never seen anything like it he didn't know golf was like that and then we played here before his wedding like a month later and he's like this place is amazing you know he had he was this was on like the sixth hole he hadn't lost a ball you know he he's not you know very good so that's like something he wasn't we weren't even looking for balls and he's like this place is amazing it's just like it's just like Shore Acres but like you know just not just not as like nice it. yeah you know and, and I was like yeah this is it's the this is the best spot to play so like he plays here all the time now but like it was just like Easy is the convenience, affordability, and it's a great golf course. Like, it's a fun course. Like, if you play really well, you're going to shoot a good score. But, like, you're not going to shoot a good score if you don't play well. Yeah. Like, and I think that's something. Like, there's a lot of courses. Like, you know, like my the Muni I grew up playing, Lake Bluff, which, like, it's it's a fine golf course it's a golf course but like i can go play well i can go shoot a great score there if even if i play bad sure you know like because like i but like here you get like if you're in the wrong spot around the greens like you're gonna it's gonna be really hard to get up and down and it's it's just and there's a lot of places where you have to think on your approach shot because the way the greens are um and I mean, it's obviously it's evolved. Like, I mean, they plant keep planting trees, which like just makes me lose my mind. And uh, I think I saw
0: the GM here somewhere. Maybe they'll yeah. listen for a change. Yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of tree tree growth that probably needs. Yeah, some
1: it's. It, I mean, it's just like it's all just sitting there. I mean, there's a, I've got like a great eight 1930 uh, something aerial of the place, and it's just like you you look at it, it's like, it's all sitting right here. It's like that. That's one of the. One of the beauties of it is like they've never had money to really screw it up, yeah. you know, and that's like one of the things that you notice is like a lot of the, you know, easy restoration courses are places like on the wrong side of town that don't have money to mess up their golf course. Cause like, you know, there's a lot of golf courses in Chicago where they've messed it up. Like, you know, right. if you, you know, the western suburbs is just littered with them um, where they had a historic design, but they just, you know, in the seventies and eighties, they had money to screw it up. Right.
0: And the, uh, that's what I mean about the, um, exploration analogy is like, you know, I've played here a bunch, but you know, playing with you, Andy, you'll point out things that I can't ever unsee, you know, like today, green expansions, right? You were showing me where pin placements used to be probably in the thirties or forties that, you're like, whoa, that is a funky spot. Like that would be really cool to play a shot into that pin, and and that's just what happens over time, right? Those those greens start to to shrink, and um, it takes pretty sizable effort to get folks in to to reclaim uh, things of of that nature, th- things that used to exist.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like anything. Like it, it, over time, like things get smaller if you don't keep an eye on it, and and it's. Uh I mean, green, expanding greens is like one of the, they, I mean, the other thing is the greens are small now and they're circles and, and you see a ton of ball marks on them. If they expanded the greens and they made them bigger, like they'd have more pins and they'd have less, you know, less ball marks all in one spot because there'd be more places to put the pin and the, le- and Scott shots would be scattered more. Yeah. Um. So like, I think like one of the things is that, you know, you, this golf course could be really great it could be really awesome it's it's but at the same token it's awesome that it's affordable it's public and anybody can play it in the state it is like yeah. it, so it's always a balancing act because like everything costs money and uh you have to have an owner that wants to do it and i think you know from what I gather, this this place, like the owner, really loves trees. So that's the way it is. Right, yeah. If you own your golf course, you know I can't tell an owner what to do. Right? You know, nobody can tell an owner. That's why you own it. P- <laughs> particularly uh, willows. I found out what a big fan you are of willow trees today. Ah, uh, they, they are they're the worst tree. I think if you uh, if you pulled superintendents, they they all agree that it's like it
0: sounds like it's like the blood sucker of trees it just sucks all nutrients out it kills all their other cool trees yeah it
1: kills trees around it if if you have like a concrete concrete if you have structures around it the roots can just like destroy the structure they are pretty much the worst they should just be strictly used for they should be strictly like on in like Like paintings or something yeah no (laughs) no deep in like river valleys like you know nowhere near a golf course it's pretty much the it's like the the worst thing you could put on a golf course—a willow yeah. tree. The uh, the discovery of
0: golf courses. So
1: um,
0: one thing you told me a couple of years ago that I don't want to give away all your trade secrets because no one has found. Let's just give the man credit. No one's found better. Call them hidden gems. Bang for your buck. Your serious bang for the buck, is like every time they come out, they're a must-read. Because I I just I had my bachelor party in Michigan, and I know I told you this, but I I up bank for your buck and I hit the DeVries trio in Grand Rapids played uh, Diamond Springs uh, the mines we didn't get the Pilgrim run that was the only one we didn't hit but dude unbelievable golf like for 30 bucks walking and and that type of stuff is is fascinating to me. I mean when, when you have it at your at your point now right you you are getting requests to come review courses and travel all around you still do the bang for your buck. Why is it important to you?
1: Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I, so like, what am I going to say about course? I like, I'm going to have stuff to say about courses in Scotland, but like, it's not going to be drastically different. Like everybody is covering that. Like it's like anything, like if, if you wanted to know the best places to eat in Chicago, like if you asked like, you know your travel advisor like they're gonna give you all the tourist traps like that's a simple like fact like if you ask a local who's lived there they're gonna give you a great list of places like and that are authentic like and and i think part of it is like when you get big like you know you don't want like it's easy to just go to where you know to the big resorts like and like i love going to big i love going to the resorts they're like they're great golf courses, but like everybody knows that because they've spent all the marketing money like to get Golf Channel there, to get like the bag every magazine there. Like there's all these great courses like that are, that you don't have to spend $200 to play that are are great experiences and they're almost better. I, I like to me, there's nothing better than finding a place that nobody knows about. Yeah, Like it's kind of like the, my favorite thing to do. And like a lot of times, like the, the thing that goes into it is like you find a lot of places that just depress the shit out of you that are <laughs> like, you know, and in, in, I mean, I went to one place that like had closed for two years and they had like a $20,000 maintenance budget this year, but it was really cool. But, you know, you, it was barely playable. Like, I mean, you could barely play golf. <laughs>
0: like a version of golf but
1: yeah yeah it was not golf like you you like hit it and then you got to, but like it was like depressing because you could see it was like this is really cool but it was in like the most you know the poorest town in florida and you know it's just like yeah but um yeah i i mean like the easy stuff is just going to where everybody's been you know if you, yeah. you got to find the new stuff. Like there's so many courses in the country and so many great courses that nobody knows about,
0: I, I there is something to that discovery, you know? And, and it's kind of like the game of, of golf itself. You know, when you do what were the most memorable shots, the ones that you haven't hit before and, and you're behind that tree or well, maybe not a tree for Andy, he's going to say, chop it, chop it down, <laughs> but you're behind in that bunker, or whatever, and you get that rescue shot and it's new, it's exciting. And that's how I feel about some of the places that that you've you know kindly recommended to us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, that, I mean, that's one of the coolest things about golf is like you'll never ever hit the same exact shot twice, right. ever. Like I think that's one of the neatest things. I think about that all the time. It's like the only game. Like you know, like you can you can be on the left hash in football and the defense is in the exact same set and you know running the same play like that that situation can come up again but in golf like the wind the grass are never going to be exactly the same and the pin might be you know you'll like there's no you'll never hit the same shot twice in golf right ever in your lifetime it's pretty wild it's pretty wild
0: i feel like when i shank the ball though it feels very reminiscent of the last shank
1: well i'm saying but the situation will be different it will, yeah, yeah, because it's a different playing field, different, yeah, yeah completely like, different situation. Like, yeah. like you'll never ever hit the, the same shot.
0: Yeah. Um, smooth transition to local golf, Chicago. So that's that's predominantly where we're based. You know, all of our members, we got three hundred strong, and mostly here in Chicago. Um, this is a uh, a member submitted question. <clears throat> if you could take one Chicagoland <clears throat> golf course, you know, f- struggling or not, take one Chicagoland golf course. Uh, to update and be a Sweetens Cove-esque experience in Chicago, what course would that be?
1: Oh, uh, where, where are we drawing the line on Chicagoland? Where Chicago uh, Chicagoland stop?
0: You know, people that, if they live there and they still say they're from Chicago, which is like pretty much all of Illinois, uh, then that's that's Say that.
1: Yeah, I, I say Milwaukee's Chicago's biggest suburb. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right. <laughs> that's right.
1: Um, so I would say, uh, I I mean, this place would probably be. Th- I always. But
0: by the way, that question was submitted by someone from Milwaukee, <laughs> Chris Bozier. He's gonna be pissed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I know. Hooks. There's there's nothing more fun than riling up uh, people from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisco Warriors. Yeah, they just get. It's so easy to push their buttons <laughs> it, uh i uh i'd say I, I mean this place would be probably tops i i this place could be so cool I, but other than that just as as fresh uh you know tom doke said he'd he'd re, uh, restore kankakee elks for for a penny um and then the other one would be spring valley up in uh it's technically in wisconsin it's just across the border um that one's unbelievably cool and it's Langford Moreau just like Kankakee Elks and and uh they're the same architects as uh Lawsonia, so same same style, like unbelievable place. Those two places. Langford Moreau actually worked here too for a little bit. They did like some updates in the thirties here. Really? So I didn't know yeah, so awesome. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Ross, Willie Watson, and Langford Moreau. Huh. So
0: So kind of a tie between Ravislow, Kankakee, and uh
1: if i was running a business like if if you said like you get to have it and you get a you know like here's like three or five million dollars to update it like i'd pick this one because like it's closest yeah you know i think i think kankakee elks or spring valley would be the would be far superior golf courses Hmm. um kankakee elks might be like one of the five best courses in the state if it was restored it's pretty wild yeah
0: that land yeah on on your recommendation i got down there this spring and it's pretty wild yeah, gonna, new is clothes is going to be going back. Yeah, we, we're going to uh, get a little trip down there.
1: Place is, the place is awesome. So uh, hopefully it hangs on. You know,
0: who uh, who what what courses in Chicago are on your your Mount Rushmore of Chicagoland
1: golf courses? In, in what sense?
0: Um, the question is just which which courses. So it could be any any track. Best best architecture. Let's go with best architecture.
1: Um, I mean, got to do chicago golf Shore acres and old elm which like i mean that covers like the three those courses are i think in my my opinion you know whatever weight you put towards it those are like the class of chicago those are the three premier spots um i think uh as a fourth uh you got to have a I probably put Raslow on there just so I, you got wow. public, public, uh, public uh, representation. You can't have all privates, you know. That is quite a you class know, for a, this place. A, well, there's nothing, nothing worse than having all places yeah. that so few people get to see. You know, those are three of the toughest courses to get on in the world.
0: And I, that's kind of the point to your restoration too. It's like uh, as much good golf as there is in Chicago, right? I mean, yeah. there, there's tons of great mid-tier clubs, and there's a lot of a uh, public golf obviously but you know we need places like this to get that bump to to kind of just give give that level of playing experience to more people
1: yeah exactly i mean like the the great thing about this place is like you can enjoy it as uh you know you, i could bring you could bring a pre- pga tour player who'd love playing here and you could play in this place you could play with a beginner who's played you know less than five rounds of golf and they'd enjoy it because like there's no force carries yeah not one force carry they're like if you and if you restored it it'd be really wide everywhere so like no force carries wide fairways like if you if you duff it it rolls like that's like the beautiful thing here and it's got some nice land moving i think like one of the things is like there's so many trees you can't see how nice the property is here like there's a section that's kind of flat but like on the flattest holes out here they have like the boldest stuff so like you know like four of the par three that green in the bunkering is really bold it's on dead flat land five is really flat but it's got really great cross bunkers and really well protected green six is really flat and once again you've got like a really protected green bunkers all around it elevated and then uh and then seven's kind of like the last flat hole where you have um you know, kind of like it's just a long par three, it's a tough hole, good green. Um, you know, the lake the pond wasn't there originally, but the you know, they need it for irrigation. But then, you know, eight kind of goes down, nine comes back up, like everything else has topographical interest really on the property. Yeah. So Yeah, it's
0: uh you you've opened you know, I, I've loved this place for a lot of reasons, but you've opened my eyes to some cool stuff that's out there on the periphery of it, so I'm actually looking forward to the next time walking through and and maybe just throwing a ball down on some of those, like the mounding on 17. I've never seen that just to the left of the green. Yeah. Like that's such a great hazard, you know, where you get uneven lie just missing the green two feet.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately it's not presented in a way that people would notice it usually. So it's, uh, it's just kind of, it's kind of a shame that like, I don't know. That's but maybe one day. Yeah. Hey, as long as it doesn't get ruined. You if we know, got any
0: if we got any uh, you know, billionaires in our audience that wanna give Friday a big boatload of money to go fix up one of these places, who'd you hire?
1: I, I don't know. Who'd be you'd have to? you'd have to you'd have to go through a proper, you know. Yeah. Proper you know, it wouldn't be wouldn't be fair to say, you know, li- list off a bunch of names. Yeah. Right, so. I'm with you. Very,
0: very uh that's the most political I've ever heard you get. <laughs> um how uh let's see let's shift gears because you mentioned the uh, live under par boys uh the pga tour it's kind of a shame that a city like chicago doesn't have an annual stop right i mean Mm -hmm. i know there's a lot of competition for it but uh you know we have the western open bmw that's in in flux but where would you like to see the pga pros play the most here here in chicagoland what course would you like to see them on
1: oh that's that's a tough question i uh You know like a restored olympia fields north would be great and i think they have plans to restore it in the next decade um you know medina medina's got a lot of championship history but you know i think there's i think it's it's kind of a course of yesteryear in terms of like the philosophy it's it's you know it's pretty repetitive the challenge it's just hit it far hit it straight um And and like, then you start to get into the infrastructure thing, um, with like what you need. Um, I grew up caddying at Conway for a few years and you know that they, I think are going to do some improvements on the golf course in the next five years and, and that should get better. But I, you know, that's a tough thing is like championship golf now just takes so much space. It takes so you have to have a course that's 7,300 yards and it's just, it's like a shame that like the USGA like didn't do anything because like now the the cat's completely out of the bag and like it's so far down the road that like you need a ton of space you need a ton of you need a long golf course but then also a ton of space for all the hospitality that comes with it um you know people are your sponsors aren't shelling out like 12 million dollars for an event and not getting their tents you know like that's like one of the big things they're spending money on it's gonna be a nice ass tent so um i'd say Obviously, like one of the one of the other struggles, like with Chicago, is like how, you know, how the money's dispersed through the city is like you know like, Olympia Fields is south. It's it's you know unfortunately like mo- a lot of the there are a lot of golf fans in the in, on the south side, but there are more golf fans on the west or the north side. So like, if you're looking at a venue, like you want to host it north or west, and there's two options: Conway or or medina which can which can accommodate them like if if we had if we threw everything out of the question like i'd love to see him play like old elm shore acres or chicago golf but that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen um i think like off the radar kind of like cool place would be let's see um i mean it, it, it could be cool to I mean, Butler's obviously one, but, like, they have to let uh, women in to be a member. There's all these kind of things. Like, Butler's obviously one that could host, you know, but, again, it's just, you know, it's pretty, ask the same question every hole. Can you hit it long and straight? And it doesn't ever ask you to say, like, what do you think the right answer of this question is? Right. You know, it just tell. It's true or false. Yeah. As opposed to, like, I think the best courses are, like, essay questions where, like, you can choose how you get to the final answer, but, like you know, the way you present it is all up to you and you get to be your own artist. Like that's, that's great golf in my opinion. And yeah. this is just my opinion. You know, if it's narrow fairways, 25 yards wide, 450 yards down uh, holes, like it's pretty simple. Like you, it's, can you hit it this far? Right. True or false? Like, can you hit it this far and straight? Like, yes. Okay. Then you get a passing grade. Yeah. Like it's never like up to you. Like it, it takes all the artistry and uniqueness out of the game yeah so
0: i i've been thinking you said that on one of your pods and i've been thinking about that a lot more lately um because i'll think i'll play a place like butler and i I tend to play a place like butler really well and it's i mean it's a hard golf course so well you know relatively speaking um but i i walk off kind of thinking like I'm I'm smart, like I'm a I'm a smart golfer. Oh, I did the pragmatic play, I hit three wood there, but then then I kind of revisit it and I'm like, well, you kind of had to. It just told you what the answer was, and and I I walk off a of place like like Kankakee elks. I walked off of there. I felt like I was a moron. Like like my brain wasn't working because I just had to make all these decisions and I had all these options to choose from. I was just not committing to you know decisions. But it's a very different experience playing a long straight cha- challenging i don't know if challenging is even the word it's like hard uh versus what you're talking about which is the essay question the the interpretation
1: yeah and from like the mental side it's way easier when you know what you're supposed to do when somebody tells you what you're supposed to do and you just have to execute it it's a lot harder than when you have to figure it out yeah. and that's the difference in my opinion and in, in great golf and and mediocre golf is like great golf you you have to figure out how to answer the question the answer is it's not whether or not you can spell the word correctly it's it's whether or not you can figure out what the word is that you have to spell correctly
0: were you good at spelling bees
1: uh great spelling. i
0: could see you being lethal (laughs) i could see a young aj on stage just (laughs) destroying eight syllable words
1: yeah yeah that was uh that was a hidden talent of mine in in middle school (laughs) yeah Almost won the spelling bee as a sixth grader.
0: Wow! No yeah. kidding. Against the the, the big oh, yeah. boys in the eighth grade. Yeah, I, think
1: I, I came coming out of the Web and just winning right win. away. I got to the finals though. Okay, yeah.
0: all right. Lake Buff finals. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> our, to be. our
1: big big middle school graduating class of like ninety five people, so a lot of competition.
0: <laughs> that was cool today. Uh, we just had re- you know pretty random pairings. Every most everybody here is a fan of, of you and your work and, and all that you do um you played with someone that you went to high school with
1: that was, yeah that was awesome yeah kevin Konsler. he was a year older so it was, it was cool i you know it's always fun i uh i get emails occasionally from like people i went to high school with they're like man i just figured out this was yours like this is so cool and it's, it's neat That's a, it's um uh, kind of neat stuff when that happens
0: i i, I love stuff like that because you know you and i if you if you put you and i next to the other two we played with mike walker and, and kevin Konsler. People are, are, and you ask, like, who are the athletes? You know, th- they're going to point to those two. Okay. And then if you ask, like, who are the golfers? Probably you and I. <laughs> uh, but what I love is is guys like Kevin that grew up playing all the sports. He was obviously a good football player and baseball player. Um, but how into the game of golf he is. And playing with a guy like him just motivates me so, like, gets me excited. Because, like, I remember kind of, you know, he's been playing for a long time. Don't get me wrong. But that discovery, you know, and, like. It's it's just so cool.
1: Yeah. Watching somebody get the golf bug is it's like, you know, like (laughs) it's funny. I You know, I I didn't play very much golf when I was in college and all my buddies like I was in a frat and like very few of them. We had like it was me and three other guys would always go play golf like we had like a very small group of golfers like in a big frat and uh <laughs> it's just funny because like now like all of all of my college buddies are golfers and they're like man this is so awesome and i'm like yeah you know been telling you that since i was like 18.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a pretty good game guys yeah. you should uh check so it out
1: it's it's cool golf has like the uh one of the rare things that like has the ability to bring uh people together and you know and that's one of the the coolest parts and i think that's why I like walking and playing is so great because like if you're in carts, like you're only going to talk to the person in your cart and you're driving around, like you talk, you get on the tee, you hit your shots and you get each get in a cart and you, you know, everybody gets in the cart and drives apart. Like when you're walking, there's like 200 yards that you're walking together until you split apart. And Mm -hmm. like, if you're, you know, like, so you get to talk with everybody and then you come back together on the greens and it's, it's just a really neat, you know, the way, um, it, it, walking and like with a group that that's like a real social thing like you know as opposed to cart you're very siloed it's very individual and you know so that you know besides all the you know physical benefits of walking like that i think like as far as like getting to know people and and building relations like walking is the best way to play
0: yeah i i pick up on these little things now with just like the social elements of it and to your point on walking, we we had a tournament a couple months ago. It was great, great time, good tournament, but it was carts, kind of the course kind of dictated it. And you know, afterwards, you hear people that are like introducing themselves and kind of just getting the conversation started during the post round hang, you know. And and here today, it was just like a continuation of the socializing. Right there's uh, everyone's having you know fourteen different conversations in the group, and then it all kind of merges at the patio bar here and. Um I think walking has so much to do with that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean like then this place makes it so easy to walk like I mean the longest like green to tee walk is maybe 20 yards. Yeah, that makes like, such a difference. It's uh so it's this place makes it really easy and uh I think like you know we did a we did an event um in the spring and we did uh alternate shot in the afternoon and we everybody played in six sums, eight sums or 10 sums. And, I, you know, and that was even like more because like you only have three or four balls in play, but like, you know, you had four, a group of four people basically walking together and another group of four people like the conversation, the spurt of that, but like it removes some of like the selfishness of walking to your ball. Yeah. Like you're just like for half the whole, you're talking with this group of people that yeah. you're walking around with. It, it's it's a cool that's one of the really cool things about golf. I, I mean, it's why I think it's one of the reasons. Beyond like just the, you know, you never have a great round of golf. Like even the best, best round you'll ever play. You're still going to be like, God, if I would have just done this, it would have been better. And that's like one of the reasons I think it gets people coming back. And then the other one is, is the social side of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. I better get to some um, society member questions. All right. People feel like, you know, fire away. Let's see what you guys wanted to hear. Um, Okay, leaving aside price and location, if you had to play one LUP course only for the rest of your life. For those that don't listen to uh, Andy's podcast, The Shotgun Start,
1: LUP is is what? TPC, TPC network course. TPC network course, but living under par course. Yeah, I I mean, it'd have to probably be Sawgrass because it's... For the rest of your life,
0: you're teeing it up at Sawgrass for the rest of your life every day.
1: Yeah, I guess you know. I I, I don't know. Where's
0: your buddy? Your your one guy's a superintendent somewhere. Where, where he's,
1: he's not there anymore. Oh, he's not there anymore. Okay. But he's, I, I wouldn't go there either. He <laughs> wouldn't That's get it. The he's thing. honest. That's good. That's uh. I don't know. I I think I it, I don't know where I'd go. If maybe that. I wasn't ready for that question. I have to. I'd have to examine the whole network. <laughs> but probably. I mean, probably Sawgrass. It's it's got like the most interest on it. You know. I think yeah. like it, it's granted strategic. I would, I would it's have strategic. to like rework my go- new golf ball b- budget because I'd lose a lot of golf balls. Yeah. But
0: N- nothing's more fun than buying golf balls. Who doesn't uh, like that?
1: This nothing's better than just dinging an extra 20 bucks for balls.
0: All right. Th- this one requires some thought too, but I really liked it because okay. I know you're a big hoops fan and so am I. Oh yeah. Uh, someone wants to know uh, take Andy's favorite uh, s- bowls starting five. Ever? Ever. And replace each – I don't know. It's interpretive, so you interpret it how you want. But take Andy's favorite bowl starting five and replace each position with a current professional golfer. Oh, my God. that's a, That requires a lot of thought. We it does.
1: It does. I mean, so, like, he, uh, have Michael Jordan, right? He's got to be Tiger Woods, right? Bingo. Yeah, it's easy. It's yep. low-hanging fruit. Scotty Pippen's like the – you know, so Scotty Pippen's like the greatest player that – that everybody overlooks, and I—I I mean, I'm—I'm I'm gonna go with Ernie, Big Ernie, because like Ernie Scotty yeah. P. That's good. Yeah, because he's—he's uh, overlooked, and you know, it, even, you know, people forget when Jordan was on his you know minor league baseball sabbatical. You know, some might call it a suspension. Some—some some say he just wanted to pursue baseball. <laughs> he. Uh, he Pippen led them to 55 wins, and I think they made it the conference finals that year. or Maybe they got out. They, they might have gotten. I can't re- can't remember. Quarterfinals, maybe. But uh, but they won 55 games with Pippen. Like wow. he was in MVP talk for that year. That's pretty crazy. So like he's he's as good as a guest. So yeah, Big yeah. Earn. If Tiger wasn't around, Big Earn would have been the player of the generation. He yeah. finished runner up in like four straight majors. Right. Three of which Tiger won. Um, so. We we got we got bigger in there. Um, I mean, we could just roll with that whole team. Like, who's the junk man? Like, uh, you Luke know, R- Rodman. 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 Yeah, Rodman. Let's go Rodman. You know, does who's all the scrap. Like sc- Jim Furyk would be a good Dennis Rodman. Like he. Nice. Like nobody, nobody wants. It. Actually, you know, no. Nah. I mean, Zach Johnson could be a good Rodman too. <laughs> you put like, Zach. You <laughs> went ZJ. I don't. For I don't like. I'm just trying to. Find a good comp. These aren't my favorite players on the PGA. Like, I don't enjoy – but, like, he's, like, a guy that maximizes talent, knows his role, like, knows what he's good at. You know, I think those two guys would fit well. Like, not flashy. Like, I mean, Robin could not shoot. Doing jumping
0: jacks before rolling three-footers, getting the heart rate up. Robin would get, like, 15 boards a
1: game and four points. Like, he couldn't even put back – from a like stats yeah, perspective, like yeah. The m- m- monster on the offensive board didn't even just get garbage buckets. Like, you know, um, <laughs> Luke, Luke Longley. Luke Longley is just like your generic, like, middle-of-the-road guy that's just really tall or really long, like Jason Kokrak. <laughs> yes. You know? Um, Youngstown, this, Ohio, shout-out. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, if he wasn't just long, he would be he would be folding shirts. Um <laughs> can I tell can I tell I played
0: he was the guy I played college golf with that made me realize I need to not pursue He's golf at like three like, dude but his it was his short game that day he murders the golf ball, but he was he was putting i 'll never forget it he was putting with his hideous purple uh uh callaway putter and he he made everything he shot sixty one he shot i played awesome and lost by ten and it's like guys like that just just i think are fascinating because. We give him a hard time, but he's so good at golf. I saw this
1: stat that like it's like point if you if you the average male, your uh, chance of getting into the NBA is like point zero one percent or some crazy number. But if you're seven feet tall, it goes up to 17 percent.
0: Right. I've seen. Yeah. So
1: like (laughs) Luke Longley. I'm sure he was. He, I mean, he was a good player. He was, you know, he's starting center on championship team. But let's be real. If he was, set, if he wasn't seven one, seven, two he's not playing in the NBA. Right. Um, Ron Harper. Ron so this Harper. This is our fifth, right? This yeah, is he's the a fifth. That's the starting five of the the last championship team. Beautiful. Love um, it. So Ron Harper, he was he was a good guard. He dealt dealt with injuries. You know, really good defender versatile didn't care about you know let's see who they be unheralded he was he, Miami of Ohio uh yeah yeah nice. all-time great there uh they, I, they had a lot of I don't know who that would be.
0: got some Miami guys in the audience here
1: they're excited I I think he, you'd have to go with somebody that was like prolific in in college but like just never really got it done like uh, as a hasn't gotten it done as a pro but like still really good um oh maybe like Ryan Moore okay you know yeah
0: that's a good so- yeah yeah i can see that prolific right
1: uh, as like uh, until in he's y- been really good you remember from big he, moments yeah and, i mean yeah. Ron, ron harper was really really good NBA player, right? And Brian Moore's been a really, really good PGA Tour pro, but like nobody's saying like Ryan Moore for the Hall of Fame. Yeah,
0: that's a pretty solid squad. Would you take you take those guys up against? That's anybody, a hard right? question. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm, I'm impressed at how you navigated it. It was it was pretty good. Um, all right. Someone wants to know uh, if you had to go head to head with any pro golfer in the top 100 for a million dollars. But oh you get to choose the course and the player. Who would you take and where? We really put together some. These guys are like, yeah, these are. They're, hard they're, they're not just sending over, you know. When what's your when favorite I do golf mailbag, They're when,
1: like, when I do mailbags, I just skip over these questions. I'm like, <laughs> this is too hard. This will take too much thought. Not here. Not in the <laughs> um, backdrop.
0: We're making you.
1: So I would. Uh, I'd probably pick. I got. I have to find somebody that's got like a really high variance. Yeah. I might. I might. You know. I'd probably take a guy that's. Uh, like is Kurt Kidiyama in the top 100? He won <laughs> those three events on the Euro Tour this year. He's probably top 100. Yeah, because. Yeah. Right. I'd probably. But take, he has like uh, a maybe not. He has him. like a 78 in. him? Yeah, you gotta find somebody that's that's got like 78 in the bag. Like the toughest thing with the tour guys is like. You need him to have a bad day, so you gotta have a guy that can have a, that has bad days regularly. Like, what, what
0: about somebody who has like a hangover?
1: That might be a way to go. That could be uh, he, that could be the way to go. But some of these guys are better, you know. Yeah, um, I I would just I don't know. I I'd, I'd take them to like I'd take probably the least accurate player to a bowling alley. Like, you know, I I love bowling alleys uh, when I play tournament golf. I I just. It fits my game really well I drive it well And and that's like You know All you have to do Yeah It takes everybody out of place So I take them to like A 6200 yard bowling alley Probably like Like the course that jumps to mind Is Ravinia Green Where you just I just hit three iron all day (laughs) <laughs> you know, and it's just like if you can hit it straight, you're just like perfectly fine. You know, it's like it, it's hard not to shoot a good score if you just if you just have the restraint of hitting three iron all day, wedge a nine iron yeah. up there, hopefully make a few pots. Yeah, so I'd take like a, yeah maybe like Kitty and uh, and take them to Ravinia Green, maybe.
0: Yeah, and Ravinia Green. That's that I actually that probably that I no, pay
1: I- you know what? That would probably backfire on me. I hmm. probably need to take them somewhere. Like maybe I would take them to like sand Valley where it's just so firm and fa- they beat me though. They yeah. Basically I'm just going to lose the reality. <laughs> yeah. They're just question. really, really good at golf. Yeah. And,
0: but I like the, the hearing you go through the thought process on there. variants. You gotta get a guy with variants. And then of yeah. course that suits you, not like who yeah. cares. They're, they're pros. They're going to be good.
1: Exactly. Like, you know, like the reality I, I play with, I got a buddy Vince India and I remember I played really good one day and uh we were playing like black sheep i shot a couple under and i mean he made like a double and shot 65 and i was just like oh god damn i wasn't even close to beating them and i played really well you know <laughs> it's just like it's a completely different game i mean they got their their ability to go low is just insane yeah
0: and it's it's makes it i i don't know it's a, the appreciation of what they do gets me excited to go out and when i do hit that one shot you know around that turns out the way you. Im- envisioned it um well uh, i know you gotta bounce you gotta cut the yard we don't want to get Mrs. I Friday. Got, well, I got the, I got we don't want to get Mrs. Friday. It's
1: not I don't have to cut the yard. I have my family coming over. You talked about this yard. yard a lot today. I'm I just gonna, don't want like to yard stress cut out. Cut before my family comes over. Let's be clear.
0: Okay. All right. He's got to <laughs> cut not the like, yard. Oh,
1: I got to go cut the yard right now. That's why I got to go. I <laughs> well, have to go. I have to go home because my family's coming. And I got to cut the yard before they hey, get
0: there. running a golf society, I get a lot of excuses, and a lot of guys say that they're like, "Hey, I can't play today. I got to cut the yard." I don't care. Go cut the yard. Like, play when you can play you know but yeah. you already played your golf today you you were kind to do a podcast and he's got to cut the yard that's yeah. okay life 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 that's happens. just a
1: misrepresenting you know <laughs> that's that's just it it's it yeah
0: that's true um i, I want to bring it back to golf course architecture because uh for, for one last question somebody asked me this the other day and, and it made me immediately think to ask you this question but it's you know what do you like in a golf course but how did you learn to look for that like how did you learn to look for it and and for you in particular because you've been doing this for uh, you know when did you launch the friday uh late
1: 2015 late 2015
0: so like on a on a hyper learning scale um how is it what you look at what you look for how has it evolved um
1: yeah i i think like what i look at now like what i look for like you know everybody wants to look at the top 100 list and play like, Oh, I want to play the top courses. Like something that I kind of look to do now is like, I try and find courses that are unique. Like there's something unique about them that I want to go see. If that makes sense. Like, you know, I want to go see like some really cool stuff that you can't see anywhere else. Like, um, you know, Langford and Moreau are like a g- good example of that, like they're in the Midwest. Like Lawsonia is uh, open to the public and it's their best kept course, which is so rare. But like, you know, Perry Maxwell's another one like that I've like really gotten into and I want to see some of his stuff. Like so I, I guess like what I look for is I look for uniqueness and, you know, we talked a little bit about it like option like the the idea of like having to figure out how the best way to play a hole is versus the hole telling you that's it's a big thing for me um and I guess like how it's changed like I think I notice I mean like I just notice a lot more stuff like stuff I even stuff that originally thought was really good like I've now like I'm like I you know you just start to see more stuff and you start to understand more stuff like you know, something I got I'm like really into That I'd never talk about Because I know no one, Nobody cares about It's drainage <laughs> You know Like I like look at, Like I just like Looking Figuring out Where the water would go When it's raining yeah. and, and I think that's Like cool stuff I, I mean so like Yeah I guess like I like subtle things like I like everybody like, you know, here's a good example. It's like a Rainer course or like, you know, you go to the Langford course like where you got really big, bold features on like the outsides. Like that's going to draw your eye and you're going to always look at those big things. But like what's really cool is like the stuff on the inside, these little knobs, like and like how you could put like a little knob right in the center of the green and then every single pin all around it, whether it's back of it, right of it, left of it. Uh, in front of it like is super interesting because like you don't want to be on the wrong side of the of the knob or like a centerline spine like they got a lot of good spines at this golf course Um, and like how it really like dictates like the ninth hole um, here today like I was like on the tee the wind's blown off the left to the right and I and i played here so many times like I just was like in my head I'm like god just try and get it to the right side but like don't lose it right out of bounds like you know but like try like take a line that's a little bit more right of what you want and like if if you're in the rough that's fine because like then I'm hitting up in the spines of backboard to that pin on the right as opposed to like a wedge shot over spines really awkward because it's angled and you got to get but like that's the stuff that like, the little things, like a little spine, like a spine through the center of a green can make such a difference. Like, that stuff, like, is really cool. It's, a, you know, David Normoyle said something on um, a video with Eric Lang that I, I thought is, like, you know, he walks courses backwards when he goes to walk them. Because if you walk them from the back, the greens tell the whole story. Like, if you stood behind a green and looked at it and then look at the hole from there, you, you know the answer of the hole. But like what they do, what an architect does, like great architects do, is they confuse you all along the way. So like if you understand the green where the pin is, like it, you know the answer. Right. But like, but there's all these visual and different things to decept- deceive you away from it. And this course does it well with like the blindness. Like, you know, if you're a really smart player at Ravislo, like if you're like, you know, if you're trying to really score and you're walking up the, um, walking down the second hole you should be looking at the 17th hole seeing where the pin is because because whether you want to be on the right or left side there's a really wide corridor there like and being on the left or right side gives you like you kind of get like a really nice angle so if that pin's on the front right like you want to be on the left but if the pin's on the back left like you want to play up the right because then you're hitting right up the hill you got like this whole slope and that left side would really awkward over those mounds. so it's like courses like that and, and like the architects thought about that stuff like it, it there's a lot of books that talk about like smart players will look ahead like giving people to look at other greens like early because that gives that really knowledgeable and cunning player the an edge yeah so i don't know that's that's stuff i like i don't know i, get, I nerd out about too much dude stuff. it's
0: it, no i it, it, the, i told you this on the golf course and i've had so many people family members members of new club that have told me the same thing which is like I knew I liked a certain golf hole but I wasn't necessarily able to uh explain it you know or or to to put it into words exactly what I like about it Uh, today we were talking about uh greens that run away from front to back and you know I love number uh uh, 16 out here which reminds me a lot of number 12 and a few other holes at flossmore which are like my favorite because it's it's a variety of something different And and i used to like the fact that i had to play a little different shot than i had been playing with all the other greens that are back to front um but i wasn't always able to acknowledge that and see that and the content that you put out the the articles that you write all the stuff that you're doing andy i think just all of us want to say thanks because it makes the game so much more enjoyable uh, when you're having these conversations. You know, we're, we're talking here with you, but this could be any one of our members now. Because they, they have that education, they have that that element of it, and uh, it just makes it so much more fun.
1: Hey, thank you for reading and listening. That's the only reason it exists, you know? For <laughs> nobody read and listened to it. Well, it would, we, uh, you know, I, I everybody that reads and listens way more than they owe me. You know? I, was,
0: I was very pleased to see today in the tournament, we had some like early OGs of the fried egg like we're talking I mean Nate Mowry's here from uh, Texas and you were like following him at when you were like number 20 right
1: he he, yeah (laughs) I I remember Nate from like when I had like 100 followers on Twitter so that stuff's awesome yeah
0: that's that's really cool and it makes us feel a part of it you know and so uh keep it up man more good content more, uh, more bang for your bucks. We're gonna push you on that. We want more of those. Everybody wants more of those. Yeah, you know. of course.
1: I got, a, I got a, I got a few that I could do. I just, it, it, they aren't. You're just writing like little summaries. Like then you start like the problem I get into is like I just want to write more about all the courses. Then the bang for the buck wouldn't be short. You know, <laughs> I would just say so. It's like it's tricky. It's uh, we got we got some good stuff coming. So yeah, yeah, we're we're doing more. The reason there hasn't been a new one there's reasons so yeah you know
0: uh well that's let's, let's get to our, our our day and the other activities we got to do i well before i want to know more about this yard though like for an architecture aficionado such as yourself what is your approach with your lawn are you are you just like scotch guarding everything or or, or do you have a, a certain treatment do you like we're are you down with brown is it we're the all
1: natural right now okay you know i have a sprinkler I, i've i've only put it on once
0: you know. So you just throw the sprinkler out there, center of the yard.
1: Yeah, I, it was during that. How's hot the drainage spell. in the front yard? Drainage is great. Okay. I have got some tree problems. I've been limbing up trees. i usually have like a couple yard bags every uh, every Monday. You know, I I've been trying to trying to get some eradicate some of my shade problems that yeah. are you know limiting my grass growth and <laughs> limiting the health of my grass in certain spots.
0: Get, get some responsible tree management out in the suburbs of Chicago.
1: Yeah, my wife really got mad at me one day. She saw how my how many bags I had. Uh, She's like, "You're you're just cutting." I'm like, "Yeah, well, looks way better this way." I'm not cutting them down. I'm just getting them. Little, you know, the low, I couldn't even walk on this little pathway in our our yard without getting hit in the face with branches. So I cut the branches. <laughs> just,
0: just hopefully it's not a willow If there's a willow anywhere on your block i think we got this
1: one tree i just i want to cut down so bad (laughs) but i i'm never going to go through the permitting process of cutting down a tree so you know it's safe
0: yeah well andy johnson thanks for joining man uh appreciate all you've done for uh for the golf society for our members and and keep it up brother
1: hey thanks i uh i enjoy watching you guys grow it's been fun it's uh Golf needs more uh, golf societies, and you guys are doing great work here in Chicago. So it was fun being at the event. I'm looking forward to the next one I can come to. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. See you.